it's odd, isn't it? That between this beautiful promise of a Holy Spirit baptism and the inspiring speech from Peter at Pentecost, we have a reminder of this messy death. The death of a man that really shouldn't be named. Judas, and his desolate field covered in his own bloody deception. Peter's approach in verse 16 is what reveals the meaning in all of this. Peter says, Brethren, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke beforehand by the mouth of David concerning Judas. In Peter's speech to the believers that we see in Acts chapter 1 verse 20, Peter quotes Psalm 109 verse 8. His office let another take. In Psalm 69 25, he quotes, Let his habitation become desolate, and let there be no one to live in it. Putting all of this together, God wants us to not only see the purpose for the Holy Spirit, but God wants us to understand the reality that when he speaks through prophets, apostles, and his chosen penmen like Luke, Paul, and John of Revelation, it could be thousands of years for these things to be justified. The story of Judas isn't the only place we see this. We see this with Christ. Peter says it. These things had to be fulfilled. And there are things yet to be fulfilled. It's important as Christians that we genuinely live our life with the intention of Christ's return at any moment. As we really have no idea when things could be fulfilled. And besides, life is so much better when we're living for Christ than when we're living for our own flesh. Now, I do want to reconcile some things with uh, old Judas, all right? In Matt 27, we see one story, and in Acts 1, we read something else. So I want to give you what I've found, but know that I think more research could be done on this topic, and I don't know that I 100% agree with the take I'm going to give you here, um, but I'm going to give it to you, and we can wrestle with it together. Um, if you want to leave a comment below, but here, here's what I've got. <clears throat> um, or this is what I found, rather. Um, so let's read Matthew 27 real quick. This is where we read about Judas hanging himself. So, verse 1, Early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people made their plans how to have Jesus executed. So they bound him led him away and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and the elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us, they replied. That's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left, then he went away and hanged himself. The chief priest picked up the coins and said, It is against the law to put this into the treasury, since it is blood money. So they decided to use the money 
to buy the potter's field as a burial place for foreigners. That is why it has been called the field of blood to this day. Then what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. They took the 30 pieces of silver, the price set on him by the people of Israel, and they used them to buy the potter's field as the Lord commanded me. And I also want to read you uh, Zechariah 11, 12 through 14, where it says, I told them, if you think it best, give me my pay, but if not, keep it. So they paid me 30 pieces of silver, and the Lord said to me, throw it to the potter, the handsome price at which they valued me. So I took the 30 pieces of silver and threw them to the potter at the house of the Lord. Then I broke my second staff called Union, breaking the family bond between Judah and Israel. Um, there's probably more to that that I haven't had time to really uncover, but I think it is interesting. Um, and when I get time to look into it, I'm going to. So if you have any thoughts, post them in the comments below and we can discuss later. But for now, I want to I get back to um, the other story that we have, or the other account that we have for Judas, which is in Acts 1, um, <clears throat> verse 17 here. He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. With the payment he received for his wickedness, Judas bought a field. There he fell headlong, his body burst open, and all his intestines spilled out. Everyone in Jerusalem heard about this. So they called that field in their language, Akeldama, that is, field of blood. So, the school of thought here is that Judas gave the money back, he hung himself in the potter's field, he fell and was split open, and because of this, they purchased the field with the 30 pieces of silver to then bury Judas in foreigners because it was good for nothing else. So obviously, we do see a bit of a discrepancy between Matthew 27 and Acts 1 in regards to, you know, what happens to Judas. Um, I think it could be a, a situation where Peter just isn't telling the full story because it is so much shorter. Um, so I think, you know, there is maybe some merit to um, this account that I, I saw on multiple, multiple different locations. Um, you know, that Judas gave the money back, as, he, as we see in Matthew 27. He then went and hung himself in this potter's field. And there he fell and was split open. And because of this, the uh, priests and elders purchased this land with this blood money, um, the 30 pieces of silver. Um, and that's where they would bury Judas and any foreigners because, um, you know, as I said, that it was good for nothing else. So uh, if you have any thoughts on that, I'd love to hear it. Please uh, make a comment below or reach out to me. Um, if you have any answers for that, I would love to hear them. Um, unfortunately, I just haven't had the time to uh, really dig into that, but it's something I've, I've put um, on my notes of things to, to dig through, and I will do that at some point. But thank you so much for joining. This will be the last video um, of 
chapter one. I will see you tomorrow on Saturday where we will put this all together and wrap up Acts chapter one.